Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online counseling and nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Hey, family, friends, and strangers. Thanks for joining the Monday Matters podcast. I have been thinking about the CrossFit Open, which is a online competition that we have been doing. I've been doing for 10 years, I realized that this is the first time, but not legitimately for the last, uh, well, probably five years. We haven't been able to register for the CrossFit Open legitimately because I am not an affiliated with CrossFit facility. I do not pay to become affiliated with the CrossFit community. And so without affiliation, uh, we can't register online for the CrossFit Open. You have to be a CrossFit affiliate for your members to participate. That said, we still do the workouts every year. Sometimes we've created teams. The teams sometimes were set up by each hour of the day that we work out. So the 5 a.m.ers became a team and the 6.30s became a team. And there's been themes where you had to dress up and get points for your teams. All of these sorts of fun community building activities have gone around the CrossFit Open. There used to be five workouts. I think there's three now. The workouts are designed and created and released by CrossFit.com on the Thursday before uh, the competition for that week opens. And so then on Thursday night, you can do the workout or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but by the end of Monday evening, if you are in the competition, you have to have your score that is scored by a judge. So you have to be judged by a judge and the judge has to take the online little judges course and all these sorts of little technicalities that go along with it. But you have to have your score submitted by the end of Monday so that on Tuesday morning after that, you can go and look and see where in the world you land as far as you performed, as far as you uh, so see where you have landed in the performance for that first workout. And there are hundreds of thousands of people who are going to be registering and doing the open this year. It'll be interesting to see what the numbers are this year. And you can also narrow down the competition. So I really enjoy putting the filters on. So when you put the filter on, you can not only just see where you landed in the world in the female category, but then I can put the filters on and I can see where I've landed in the female category in North America because it's a worldwide competition. And then I can put the filter on not only North America, but just Canada. And then I can put the filter on and put it in the Western part of Canada. And then I can put the filter on and put it just in my province. And then I can put a filter on and put just in my age category. So now instead of seeing me in, you know, 800 thousandths or whatever, (laughs) some huge number where I land that I don't even understand that number, let alone know, you know, where that represents in the world. But I have narrowed the filter down so that in the 47-year-old female age category in the province alone, I can see 
where I land. And Corey actually has one more filter because they have teachers as a filter. So he can find out <laughs> when he puts all the filters on of the 50 year old male teachers in the province of Saskatchewan who are registered with a CrossFit affiliate. How do you fit in with the fitness? That's the CrossFit Open, and we've been doing it for years. I've put a poll up on the board this year. So when this airs, uh, I will better understand whether or not as a facility here at K2, we are going to be doing the CrossFit Open this year in class or not. I'm letting our membership decide. But what made me think about the word competition when I was thinking about the Open was, who do you need to compete against? And so I was thinking about myself and how competitive I am. And sometimes I say, I'm not very competitive at all. And there are lots of things that I am not competitive at all about. I used to be more competitive about things like arguing with Corey about this, that, and the other thing, and arguing with Kada about stuff. My 16-year-old daughter, I used to think that I had to have the upper hand on a lot of things. But my desire to win at some of those things has become significantly lower. I do not need to prove a point. I don't need to win those things. I'm fine to, in my own head, know that I'm the winner for just walking away. So there's pieces of me that have become far less competitive. And there's mostly I compete against myself, which always kind of brings things up when it's the open, because I remember 10 years ago, um, not being able to do a pull-up in the open. And thinking, well, that really sucks. Like, am I ever going to get to be doing any of these workouts at an RX level? I can't even do a pull-up. And it showed up in the first workout and I had to scale it to a jumping pull-up. I have evolved. I have, you know, trained and done things so that I could improve. So that now when chest-to-bar pull-ups show up and that's the RX movement, I'm able to do that movement now. And so I... I can compete at that level. I've been trying to maintain some of the weights, but I've never been able to do a muscle up in the open. When the muscle ups show up, I don't even, I don't even try to do one. I have not put the work in. I don't deserve a muscle up in the open because I haven't practiced and trained. I'm more likely to get injured than I am to be successful at this point because of the work that I have put in. And so I remember at one point thinking, someday I will do a muscle up in the open. That's just my own little competitiveness within myself. I've changed my priorities a little bit. It's not totally gone, but it's not there right at this moment in time. But my question to you today as a listener, whether or not you have any idea what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the CrossFit Open or any of these exercise movements, but my question to you today as the listener is, who do you compete against and do you need somebody to be competitive with in order for you to be motivated to move forward and to try your very best? Are you a self-motivator and you don't need anybody else in the world to even know you're trying something to give it your all? Or are you the kind of person that if nobody knows I'm doing it, I'm probably going to do it half-ass. Like I don't really need to put my all in until I feel like there's an eye on me and somebody is watching me. And if somebody's watching me, then I will do a little bit more and try a little bit harder. We see this actually in the gym. So 
The 520 class is the first class of the day. So every single day, the 520 class does a workout and they have nobody to compete against but themselves. They have no score, previous score. They might have their previous score if we do a repeat workout. And sometimes for the hero wad, let's say we do Murph, that's a hero wad. There are thousands of scores for that workout that exist in the world. And so there might be sort of a, a generic previous score that people are trying to fit themselves into the K2 benchmark. There are, that's not even a K2 benchmark, it's a CrossFit benchmark, and there are lots of other scores out there. And so you're trying to get into the elite or advanced or beginner category based on these other scores. But from the day-to-day -day perspective, the five o'clock in the morning class has nobody to compete against ever. They set the bar. And then every other class of the day checks into Sugarwad and sees what the five o'clock class did. And so they figure out who they most sort of align with athletically and then try to beat them. And we've talked about it over the years that maybe the five o'clock class should do yesterday's workout last so that we have everybody's score from the day before and 6.30 should set the bar and start off the workout of the day um, with the 6.30 class and the 5.30 class is doing yesterday's workout. We've talked about various ways to change the competition and change where the bar gets set within our own little um, facility. And we haven't actually implemented in any of them, but maybe someday I will make that all happen. Some people have no desire to compete against anybody else. That's not a motivation for them. They're just, <laughs> they're just putting one foot in front of the other, and that's a win. They're not trying to compete in any other aspect other than getting themselves through the door. That's a win. And they are winning way more than all of the people who haven't yet done that and are still wishing they could do just that. They're not entering their workout scores into sugar water. They're not doing any of those sorts of things because right now the win is that they get up and they get here. They get to the facility. Ask yourself what kind of competitor you are. Do you intrinsically decide on a goal, fitness or other related, and quietly go about your business? Do you, you know, maybe put it on your own fridge or write it on the mirror in your bathroom? Do you just keep it tucked inside in your little heart and know that, okay, this is something I'm working on. I want to get better at that. And then when you do that, you give yourself that little quiet pat on the back, like, yeah, I just did that. I've been trying to do that. Or do you need that extra, ex, extra, I've lost the word, <laughs> the external motivation by other people knowing that you've set that goal, you need to put it out there to the universe. I do that a lot. I say to, I say to, people, I'm putting it out to the universe so that I can hear myself saying it out loud, whether or not the universe is actually going to accomplish that for me, or I'm going to actually have to do it, make it happen now. But I do say that sometimes because I need people to hear what I'm working on, what my goals are, what I'm trying to get better at. Those are all little things of competition. Those mini goals that we set and try to achieve are us competing with the demons that sometimes stand in our way. 
And we are battling with those things that have kept us from achieving our goals. And we're saying, nope, I'm going to beat you this time. I am not going to succumb to whatever sometimes stops me from achieving this goal. I'm going to keep working at this and I am going to beat what I wasn't able to do before. And now I'm going to do it. What kind of a competitor are you? Do you need competition? Are you competitive at all? I think everybody has a little bit of competition in them in a healthy way. And if they don't, I sometimes question whether or not they're not necessarily in their healthiest space in the world right now. When you feel defeated and you don't care about anything, there's nothing you're trying to get better at intrinsically or externally. There's nothing you're trying to work on. There's nothing you want to do better than you're currently doing it. You don't have any major goals or aspirations in life. There are people that are maybe like that, but I wonder how healthy they're feeling. That if we really got down to it, the people that say, I don't have a competitive bone in my body might not feel that awesome. That a little bit of healthy competition and drive and motivation it's a good thing. It's what keeps us feeling alive. And of course, that competitive streak can become an unhealthy tactic and strategy in your world. You can become so overly um, motivated or competitive that it's to the detriment of your health or to your well-being, and now you're focused way too much to the where it becomes an addiction. Those sorts of things can happen as well. So you want to find that balance between I'm competing with myself or against other people. I'm, I'm watching who's got the bar just slightly higher and I'm wanting to achieve to be them. That's a, that's a um, compliment. It's a source of flattery. When people are wanting to be like you and compete against you, don't be upset that they're trying to beat you. That's a form of flattery. And you want people to want to beat you so that they can become that next level, that better version of themselves. And then you just want to keep going a little bit higher too. If you get where somebody is now achieving the same things that you had and you're feeling like the competition is on, perfect. That's awesome. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Feeling that sense that I have the ability to, I should level up one more time. That's a great thing. That's called being alive. If we stop trying to level up and be just a little bit better at something in life, we might be stagnant or maybe even regressing. And I don't always mean physical stuff. So there are things that I am going to be stagnant at, like I've, I've kind of PR'd and I'm not PRing that ever again because I'm getting older and I have some injuries that I don't really want to get completely fixed surgically, those sorts of things. I'm not talking just about that, but that doesn't mean I'm staying stagnant in my physical life. I've maybe shifted my priorities and the things that I've PR'd don't become PRs anymore, but I look for new PRs. Maybe my new PR is achieving, um, you know, more frequent yoga sessions than my clean and jerk number. So I might shift my uh, focus for my competitiveness, but I still want to stay healthy. I still want to stay driven and motivated to level up. 
So that's my question for you listeners today. What kind of competitor are you? Do you, have you listened to all of this and think there is no competitive bone in my body? Then I want you to ask yourself, why? Why are you not trying to be better, to level up, to take that next step? What's holding you back? What makes you think you don't deserve to do a little bit better in something? Are you afraid to try something? Because that's a big deal. I know a lot of people would love to do some of the tricks in the gym, but they're afraid and that's okay. We can battle some of these fears, walk through them one little progression at a time. And all of a sudden, we'll take the example of the handstand. The first time somebody successfully kicks their feet up onto the wall and finds themselves in a handstand, I squeal with joy more than they do as they're terrified upside down on their hands because I know that that is the ultimate picture of them walking through that fear and being brave and getting upside down when they swore that was probably nothing they were ever going to try. They competed with that fear. They took that fear and said, I'm going to conquer you and I'm going to overtake you. And I am all of a sudden going to be upside down. And man, that brings me just such a sense of pride for the people that do that. And it happens a lot around here. I love that. What kind of competitor are you? I hope you have been listening to this podcast and thinking that you are definitely competitive not overly competitive. You know who you're chasing in life and you love when they set that bar just a little bit higher. I hope while you've listened to this, you've thought, yeah, I'm crushing it in the world of competition. And if you are listening to this and wondering why you're not feeling very competitive, then take a minute and get with your journal and start writing down. Why don't I want to compete in any area of my life? Why am I not prepared to level up? Thanks for joining me today on this Monday Matters podcast. I don't know if we are doing the CrossFit Open this year. I am recording this before the poll has been tallied up, but survey says we will be doing either no open or yes to the open. And either way, I know that we will see all kinds of competitors show up. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more info, reach out and send her a message at K2 Health with Holly on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners. See you next time.